Hello everyone, welcome to the Crater Corner, your one-stop shop for fuck. For fuck. That's what you want. <laughs> we got it. You can also use Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. We've got to keep that in. Because in my head, in my head I went, one-stop shop, one-stop shop, and then it went, what's the rest? For gaming culture, it's not fucking hard. Come on. We've only got been this. doing this for nearly for eight weeks now. Got this. Okay. We believe in professional. you. <laughs> might have to I might have to blur out porn up for legal reasons. My name's Leon Brown, and today I am here with Jaden and uh, Joseph. How are we this week? Great. Yeah, good. How are you going, Joseph? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> voice is a bit different this time, but yeah, I'm good otherwise. You're right. Cold, you, you... I think. Yeah, I think it's a cold. Got, oh, God, yeah, that's yeah, a really yeah. bad cold. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. How, how's Western Australia going? Oh, it's uh, it's very Australian, very warm. <laughs> yeah we're kidding uh, joseph is taking a bit of a week off this week so uh we'd like to introduce you to tom say hello tom hello how's it going he's still from western <laughs> australia <laughs> yeah 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 oh definitely yeah. as you could tell because i know he, so much still about australia about <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we've had a bit of a banger of a week this week with uh with regards to news uh so this week in our headlines, we uh, will be talking about Valheim. That's been pretty, pretty well. It's been doing pretty well, hasn't it? Valheim has sold three million copies in less than three weeks. We've got some updates on the Nintendo Direct, and of course, we've got a little bit on the BlizzCon online as well. All of that and more to come on today's podcast. But first, what have we been doing this week, guys? I've been playing Valheim, which you guys should definitely be on already. Yeah, I really want to be. I want to be <laughs> yeah, on that game, do. but uh, I'm at this point where I'm like so skint that I can't even afford uh, like a, a cheap game. It's it's thirteen oh, yeah, no, pounds too. for me, and I can't afford it, and I'm absolutely yeah, gutted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you guys I'm are still saying. in lockdown over there. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it so I mean, really, we should <laughs> we should be able to play as many games as we want. Damn it! But you know, and by over there, I mean Western Australia. So yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm Eastern Australia. <laughs> Eastern, yeah. So we're like right next to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, no, yeah. I'm, I'm like Northeastern Australia in the outback. Close enough. <laughs> is, is that the outback? I don't actually know. Well, Northeast is Queensland, and that's where I am. So I don't know. I, it's a bit of desert outside, I'd say. Right, so just wh wherever the outback is, that's where I am, uh, and I've just got the only internet connection in the area. So what's it, what is Valheim like then? Uh, how's, how is, how's your playthrough going? Because it's pretty solidly difficult, right? It's huge. Like, there's a lot in it already, which is pretty crazy, because it's in early access, but it's probably the biggest early access game I've ever played, for sure. Like, people are already clocking over 100 hours. But it, 
yeah, it reminds me of um like RuneScape. If RuneScape had like a survival crafting game, and then it was Vikings, so like <laughs> not at all like RuneScape then, basically, yeah, yeah, a little different. <laughs> but no, it's um it's good though because you got heaps of different skills. And you level them up, and obviously they do better as you go along. So obviously jumping's a skill, so you should honestly just be running around, just jumping to move around, so you can level that up. Um, but it's really fun with mates. But at the start, I think we're probably around two hours in, and my mate was off doing other stuff, like collecting resources and stuff, and I thought it'd be fun to take on the first boss. What, on your own? <laughs> and it's like kind of glitched our game. So if anyone knows how to... Fix that <laughs> without starting a new, a new um, server. Basically, the boss, every time we log in, it's like a giant deer. Oh, it's the thunder deer, isn't it? Yep. And so basically, it just keeps blowing me up and killing me as soon as I respawn. And it, <laughs> they've clearly, obviously, done something smart about it because they've set it up so that when you die, the deer clearly knows where you're going to respawn because there's like an animation as you're dying and it takes a few seconds to load. But by the time it, like, it must automatically transport your body, like, in the code to the respawn point, but gives you a delay within respawning. But the deer's already halfway on his way there to kill you as you, <laughs> as soon as you respawn. So sometimes you respawn and he's already on me trying to kill me. <laughs> the thunder deer is the ultimate spawn camper. Yeah, pretty much. But other than that, it's a pretty good game. Pretty straightforward. But the map is enormous. Like, it's so like degrading when you you feel like you've played for two hours and covered like a decent amount of land and then you go to the map and you can scroll all the way out (laughs) (laughs) and you've done like a speck of what it's actually going to be it's crazy but definitely recommend it would you recommend it for someone with no mates masking for a mate (laughs) good cover good cover is it is it good uh is it good solo or I think it's still I think it's still pretty good solo. I think you'll enjoy it more with mates where you can especially when you can start the boss fight and stitch your mate up as well and get him <laughs> killed. So I think it's definitely worth it just on a server. But you can just join in on us because you wouldn't get too bad at internet in Western Australia. Oh yeah, true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be a good ping over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. I know all about it. Um cool. So what have you been up to this uh this week then, Tob? What what's uh What's your uh, bit what, what, with words? Well, my laptop broke, which was fun. So I've mainly been on my Switch. I've been playing Blue Fire for review, which uh, was good, and now it's not so good. Is that because you can't play it, or because it it fell down somewhere in the middle? It's just it's just these kind of games where like it starts off really solid and like everything's really well explained. And then it just gets really obtuse. Like, it, there's a lot of these, like, timed puzzle things where you got to, like, hit a switch and then platform your way up to, like, a door or whatever. But it's so unclear as to, like, where the next platform is. So you just, like, are wildly leaping off into the distance hoping you land on something. And, uh, yeah, you don't. And then you fall and die immediately. So it's, uh, oh, it was really good and now it, now it sucks. And now I have to write a review about it, which is just fun. Love doing that. So yeah, God, I, that's, I, what I've been that's really disappointing. Like when when you start off a game and you're well into it, it gets to a point where it just goes. Well, actually, now uh, I'm going to reverse all yeah. of my goodwill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Call you a yeah, dick. I've just been 
I've just been playing a lot of really bad games lately. <laughs> but, uh, you know, hopefully uh, something good will come up. I don't know. We'll see. I feel like I play all these games that like everyone really likes and I don't. And then I, I write a bad review about it. And then everyone's like, you're a shit reviewer. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. I mean, that's not kind of how reviews work. I think your medium review, your medium review was pretty half half. Like yeah, some people yeah, actually yeah, yeah. agreed that you gave it a four. Just so yeah, everyone knows, he rated the medium a four, so you can call him out. <laughs> you rated the medium a four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hated that game, man. It was such a miserable experience. Oh man. Uh, yeah. To I give be it fair, a... it has had some very mixed reviews. Like it, it had some. Uh, Apparently some strong points and then some very, very weak points. The whole thing was a weak point, man. <laughs> really? That You think it was really that bad? I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, it just wasn't good. But I don't know, it's, it's one of these things where I always feel like in a review I have to be like, it's not for me, but maybe it's for you. And I, I always feel like really bad about my opinion. But then I'm like, who cares? <laughs> I'm allowed well, to think yeah, what I no, want. Yeah, no, that's fair. That is fair. Yeah. It's like um, it is your opinion at the end of the day. That is what reviewing is. Uh, yeah, isn't it? it's not like a critique where we're looking at it from a, a technical and you know all, all kinds of like different professional standpoints. A, a review is very different. It's your opinion of the game and how it played to you. So you you could give it a four. I I could probably play it and give it like a nine. I probably won't. Um, but I could, I could do it. Yeah, I yeah, won't, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think it deserves a nine, but you know, could do. That's we that's the beauty uh... of reviewing. This is why we have the Metacritic yeah, thing, <laughs> where we do an average, because you know, so many people have different opinions. Never feel bad for your opinion, man. Just stick with it and tell <laughs> everyone else to get. <laughs> I will do. Bent. Although we 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 never get like feedback from developers when we give a bad review, but we did this week. <laughs> We got yeah, we uh, the guy who made Village Monsters, which I reviewed. He like re- replied on Twitter, which was kind of unexpected. And then I felt I was like, "Oh man, I feel even worse now." I was like, <laughs> yeah. "I felt really bad for my review." What did he say? <laughs> he was quite nice about it. Yeah, he was really nice about it, and he was like, uh, "Oh yeah, no fair points or whatever." And then he basically wanted me to replay it when, because it's early access, so he wanted me to replay it when it comes out. And I was like, "Yeah, I will do." You know, I felt really bad and whatever. And I was just like, "Oh man." Yeah, it was nice though, getting feedback. Well, hopefully you guys enjoy some of the games that came out at this week's Nintendo Direct. Oh, yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. Segway. Well, no. Well, yeah. And it's the first big Nintendo Direct for 534 yeah, days. Yeah, and this is what we got. Yeah. yeah. So I assume your feelings are quite mixed. How about I run through everything that got announced? Okay, so we got some new characters in Smash Bros. Ultimate. We got Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles. Two. Uh, we got Fall Guys launches on the Nintendo Switch in summer. Outer Wild is ported to Nintendo Switch. Famicom Detective Club, The Missing Air, and Famicom Detective Club, The Girl Who Stands Behind, come to the West for the first time on May 14 for the Nintendo Switch. Samurai Warriors 5 is slashing its way over to the Nintendo Switch. Legend of Mana is coming to the Nintendo Switch on June 24. Monster Hunter Rise got a new trailer. Tales from the Borderlands launches on Nintendo Switch on March 24. Mario Golf Super Rush, which I'm actually somewhat keen for, is coming. I to love Nintendo a good Switch. golf game. 
on June 25th. Capcom Arcade Stadium is out right now on Nintendo Switch eShop. Subs, the zombie in Rebel Without a Pulse comes to comes on March 16 for the Nintendo Switch. I think I'm so I think everything's just gonna come to that. Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I kept putting coming for the Nintendo Switch. No More Heroes 3 comes out August 27. Uh, Neon White comes in winter. DC Superhero Girls Teen Power comes on June 4th. Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville Complete Edition is coming to Switch on March 19. Metopia is coming on May 21. Animal Crossing is getting a Mario update on 25th of February for free. Oh. Project Triangle Strategy blends Octopath Traveler and Fire Emblem's gameplay, and it's coming sometime next year. So eh. Star Wars Hunters is coming sometime this year. Knockout City is also coming on May 21. World's End Club is coming May 28. Hades is getting a physical edition on Nintendo Switch for March 19. Ninja Gaiden is getting a Master Collection compiling all three mainline titles on June 10. Hyrule Warrior Age of Calamity Expansion Pass is on its way. Bravely Default 2 got a new trailer. Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection got a new trailer. Sega Frontier Remastered is coming to Nintendo Switch on April 15. Apex Legends is coming on March 9. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is getting remastered with a new set of Joy-Cons on July 16. Splatoon 3 has been announced for next year and there is no new news on Breath of the Wild 2. Which is what really disappointed all of the Nintendo fans. It was just, it was just so throughout the whole direct, there's this guy and he goes, look what we've got next. And then he clicks his fingers, right? And he does that. The guy pops on screen. He's wearing a Zelda top and everyone, you can just imagine everyone going, right, this is it. And then he goes, you were probably <laughs> expecting me to give you Breath of the Wild 2 news. We don't have any. And it's like, well, why did you do the direct then? What was the point? <laughs> like, that's all people want, right? Oh man, it was just uh, like what a pointless I thing Mario to say. Golf. Mario Golf looks good. Uh, when I first saw it, I was like, okay. But then there's like the story mode, and I like the idea of the the mode where like everyone just is like racing to get the ball in first. That's pretty cool. But uh, I just yeah. love the idea of uh, Bowser just going. Do you know what, guys? F y'all. I'm just gonna put like a little Koopa Trooper into the uh, into the hole, and nobody will be able to pop. You see um, King Bob-omb, or whatever he's called, is going to be in it. Oh, is he? Yeah, it nice. was like Nintendo like accidentally put like an ability of his in the description, and then they've since removed it. So people think Ooh. he's going to be in it. Oh, right. Okay. Fuck, you heard it here first. <laughs> what? No, I heard it on the... <laughs> somewhere else first. But yeah, World you know, first. You heard it here first. World yeah, premiere. Sure. <laughs> um, so there's a couple of games on that list. That are really, really intriguing, though. Like what? What annoys me the most is a lot of them are like, they're either ports or remasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's it. Remasters and like HD remakes are getting a lot of uh, a lot of flack, and they always have because people are like, "Oh, we don't want uh, what's already been out," and I'm like, "Bull crap." Of course you do. That's why you keep coming back and buying the same games. It's why The Last of Us Two got so many awards. <laughs> you had to bring the last of us two in <laughs> i had to get it in somewhere but yeah we we get things like i'm loving the idea of seeing Stubbs the zombie come back that's awesome <laughs> right? i don't know what that is <laughs> well for for the uninitiated Stubbs the zombie in rebel without a pulse is a uh retro futuristic zombie game 
where you are the zombie and your your whole thing in that game is to spread the zombie plague throughout the city of Punchbowl because you're basically trying to find your uh, fiance uh, but you were murdered by like her dad and this is all explained in the intro so like you're basically wreaking revenge uh, on <laughs> on humankind for uh, taking uh, being taken away from you from the love of your life and you just sort of spread the zombie plague and revenge it's great great fun and it's all cartoony and wacky and it's all 50s style it's brilliant fair enough well we'll have to check it out seriously if you haven't checked it out it's funny as hell it's got like some really dark humor in it like you have gut grenades like you rip out your intestines and throw throw them at people as grenades it's brilliant <laughs> I feel like for me, this direct just solidified the fact that Nintendo are absolutely fine with just porting over the Wii U like game library and like they're just happy to do that and not really do anything new. Like mm, a lot of this yeah. is just either Wii U games or 3DS games or like uh well Wii game from 2011 just like oh yeah here you go have it again but at full price again because it's on the switch it just for yeah. me that's a bit like like skyward sword i think is 49.99 and i'm like eh I, I i mean i might be wrong on that one but i'm pretty sure it's at least like fairly expensive and i'm like that's a wii game from 2011 it doesn't make sense like 49.99 pounds yeah yeah sorry yeah pounds yeah oh well I don't know what the Australian equivalent is, although I'm from Australia. Oh, but, yeah, uh, it's weird that you don't. You live yeah, there. I don't know why, why I did it in pounds. pounds. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, it just seems like too much for, for what is essentially a 10-year-old game now. Well, I mean, that Miitopia was a 3DS game. Yeah, right. I just, I don't know. I mean, the things I'm excited for are obviously uh, Pyro and Mithra being in Smash which is pretty cool because I like Xenoblade. Uh, so many people are annoyed about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It? Well, this, this, the weird thing for me is that like, I saw that. I saw the beginning bit and it's... Oh, that, I don't know who they got to voice Rex. He's awful. The British voice acting is terrible. But I saw that like, beginning trailer and I was like, Xenoblade 3? Because like, way early on, people were asking for Xenoblade 2 characters in Smash and they said that they wouldn't do it because like they'd started making Smash after Xenoblade 2 or before or something like that. I can't remember. So like, right, we're not putting in uh, Xenoblade 2 characters. So when they came up, I was like, eh, this makes no sense. It's, I, I'm happy about it. We got a comment on Twitter that said like, the two people that know who these characters are will be happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> Me and my sister, basically. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it, but yeah, I get a lot of people are pretty annoyed. But then again, I feel like no one's ever happy with the, the characters in Smash. Everyone's always clamoring for just like really odd characters to be in it. Yeah, know. and then it's always, I feel like everyone always wants Sora. Yeah, yeah. People are annoyed because it's another anime character with a sword. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's just what anime characters are, though. Yeah, and it, I, it's difficult to find an anime character without a sword. I was just gonna what? say. I was just gonna say. Four guys on Switch is oh, probably yeah, yeah. where four guys should have started. Yeah, right. It's bizarre that it wasn't on Switch already. Yeah, like yeah. I, I feel like four guys. That's the perfect game for Switch. 
Because even though it's just a a porting problem, do you reckon it was just like hard to optimize for it until now? I think because originally it got the Sony deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Sony just got their pockets and everything. Is it on Xbox and Steam, or is it just PS4 and? So it was Steam and PlayStation originally. Um, right. and but PlayStation was free if you had play- PS Plus. Yeah, yeah, it's like Destruction um, All Stars. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then it's coming to Xbox. That news also came out just after the direct, so it's coming to Xbox and Switch sometime this year. Okay, I mean cool. that's that's nice, but like I feel like it's missed the boat. To be honest, I think I they're know, hoping I, it's I still like think a resurrection. It's, I mean, I like I think it. It's really popular, I, I really do enjoy it. But it's just, I feel like the peak popularity has died. Uh, and if they'd had it on all consoles, like to start with, it would have been better for them. They probably have a, a bit more longevity, but because it was limited to, you know, PC, I don't think it's quite got the, the same um, lifespan as it, as it could have had. Maybe that's like the beauty of bringing it to the Switch now, like now that it's dipped, bringing it to the Switch and Xbox, you're going to get a whole load of new players who want to play it. Who maybe couldn't before, so like yeah, maybe it's going to peak back in popularity as a result. No, I fair point, I'll be honest. Fair I, point. I never played it. I never played it. I, I don't have a. I didn't have an online connection on my PlayStation and didn't realize it was on Steam. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty good. It, it's it's pretty good fun. for chaos. If you if you love the yeah. uh, the TV show Takeshi's Castle, yeah, man, who doesn't? <laughs> then that that game is for you. You know what I mean. It's just cutesy Takeshi's Castle, but it can still be quite brutal when people grab you and just throw you off the edge of the map. It's great. Yeah, it's incredibly frustrating. Did you guys ever check out Meetopia when um, it was on DS? I never played it, but I've been watching uh, Colby Kevin play it, uh, and that's kind of fun. Do you want to know a fun fact? You are. Meetopia had an eighteen plus rating in Russia. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because of gay relationships. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and I got an 18 plus rating in Russia, so I'm interested to see that if it if it will have an 18 plus like uh, rating now, or if, if Russia's progressed a little bit. But <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably going to be no offense to Russia in any way, but yeah, I just think it's quite interesting. Then they cut out that like lesbian kiss in star wars for russia or was it china something like that there was a lesbian you know, kiss latest... in star wars yeah in the latest in the literally right it's in the latest star wars movie at the end when oh, they're all like God, yeah yeah happy, yeah right at the end right there's the end. like this couple wow, and it's like it's a two second scene and they cut it out because like two women kissing it like you couldn't leave it in it's like two seconds it's just so weird oh man i'll never understand it are you guys excited for Project Triangle Strategy, which is a terrible name, by the way. I hope they change it. Please tell me that's a working title. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Thank God for that. I haven't really played like Octopath Traveler, so I'm not too like excited. But I can definitely see the niche that it like tackles. I loved Octopath Traveler. (laughs) I like that kind of game. So this is the demo, and I've been meaning to play it and write a piece on it, but uh, I haven't got around to it. But it looks really good. I'm excited for it. But it kind of also just feels like a, maybe another one of those type of games. And we kind of don't need another one of those kind of games. But you know what? It could be good. Who knows? We'll see. So objectively, what you're saying is that, yes, you're excited about it. But at the same time, eh. Yeah. It's just yeah, going to be another idea. one. 
Yeah, I think yeah. he's going in line. He's in line with all of the games that come out these days, and he doesn't want to get too excited and be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Tom, <laughs> yeah. by the way, is our absolute resident beast at the game creator who cranks out reviews like he's a bloody machine. Um, right. I can't keep up with him on the YouTube channel trying to put out all of his reviews. So yeah, well, that's what lockdown does for you when you're unemployed <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and got nothing else to do. Uh, yeah, it's good fun. Um, the other big one was Splatoon 3, which... No, no, I refuse to believe that is the big one. That is... Nobody well, no, wanted I mean... Splatoon 2. Why, why are we getting number three? Name, name one of the, what, DC superhero girls teen power? Is that a big one? I mean, come on, this, there wasn't really no, another big one other than... But that doesn't make Splatoon 3 big. <laughs> it was, it, Splatoon 2 was pretty big on the Switch. It got its own Mario Kart and smash stuff so it's pretty big but it's um, because it's their only other ip yeah no i i tried to hand this article off to someone else because i don't know anything about splatoon and nobody wanted it so i just <laughs> was like okay there's some sand and some squid people and that's it i don't know anything else i think just no one knows too much about splatoon like i haven't played it but after the announcement hit it was like one of the most, like highest trending things on Twitter. Yeah. So obviously there is some people out there that follow that sort of niche. Um, but anyway, we probably have to move on quickly to get onto BlizzCon Online. BlizzCon Line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. BlizzCon Line. Is that what they called it? Yeah, I hate it. It gets yeah, me awful. every time. Oh, I thought yeah, it was BlizzCon yeah, yeah. Online. I'm pretty sure that's no. what I said in the headlines. Yeah, probably. It's BlizzCon Line. And it kills me, I always <laughs> say. Please go on online. God. <laughs> That's awful. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Because uh, we got Diablo 2 Resurrected. So that's another remaster. So you'll be happy, Leon, bringing back another one. Oh, mate. I, I was a massive fan of Diablo 2 back in the day. I actually, I found the, 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 the bovine, like, sort of the, de- the demonic bovine guys by complete accident when I was playing that. I was like, why am I getting murdered by a bunch of cow- cows with halberds? What's, what's going on here? <laughs> um, and I think I lost a lot of gear. But at the same time, I was too busy laughing at the fact that I just got murdered by a bunch of like weapon-wielding cows. So, great game. That sounds I like was... fun. Oh, we got is. Diablo 4. We got more stuff on Diablo 4, like an official cinematic on a new class. Is it like Rogue. Diablo 2, but twice as good? Um, yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maths. Yeah, it looks, it looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, so excited. Can't Pretty wait. much the same. I, I actually like Diablo 4. The cinematic looked really good. I assume you guys haven't checked it out yet, but... Not yet, no. No, no, no. Did you check it out, Tom? No. Well, she basically... It's like religious... It's definitely like religious, a religious cult. And she pretty much cuts everyone, everyone's ears off. And like presents them to like a priest. Oof, kinky. Yeah, yeah. So that immediately <laughs> got my attention. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. So and it, she looks really good. She looks like a fun character to play. So I'll definitely be dibsing her among my friends. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, definitely. Hearthstone got new updates, like it always does. Uh, and World of Warcraft. I have nothing against Hearthstone. I've played a lot of it. It just I feel like I played a lot of it a while ago. And what what the coolest thing they've actually done is they're rolling out um, a new thing like that's in classic format, so you can play Hearthstone as it was using the original Hearthstone decks. 
So I'm kind of keen to play that because I disappeared for a few years and now I went to play it the other day and everyone has better shit than I do. Yeah, is that not just an admission that it's now so complicated with all the cars that they've added that they're just like, yeah, you can play the original version and it's really cool. Yeah, but did they do that with World of Warcraft as well? Yeah, kind of like World of Warcraft Classic. I was literally yeah. about to say. They went, yeah. yeah, classic mode, because we kind of run out of animals to make into new <laughs> species. Well, I mean, I mean, RuneScape did the same thing. True. Didn't true, Fortnite do that for a bit? Didn't Fortnite's map get so complicated that they just like released the old map for a bit? I'm not uh, too sure, but... I think there was also a reason for that. I'm sure it was because they, like, no, no, I'm thinking of something completely different. Exploded it at season end. I just, uh, I just play split screen with my sister on the PlayStation, and just like we don't know how to build, so we basically just like hide for ages until it's just us versus one other person who does know how to build, and then we get annihilated, and we're like, yeah, we came second, and we just like didn't do anything. Yeah, 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 it's good fun. Um, Love Jane, that. you're forgetting about your all-time favorite game, Overwatch, though, that they talked about. Do you want to talk about that? Because I know you love Overwatch. Oh, yeah, you, so you love yeah. the Overwatch. Okay, yeah, so... you were saying before this how much you love it. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a World of Warcraft update. There was also a Diablo Immortal update, which I don't think I'm going to play because it's on mobile. And <laughs> Overwatch news, Overwatch 2 news, which I'm very excited about because I yeah, love yeah, Overwatch yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think about it. Overwatch... I don't actually know too much about Overwatch 2, which I will openly say. But well, that I think... was a damn squib, wasn't it? It's like, yeah, Overwatch, I have no idea. Yeah, woo! Um, I just think Overwatch 2 is the biggest money grab ever. I think the fact that they've been releasing so many updates for so long, why can't Overwatch 2 just be another update? Yeah, I think they're doing a big single-place campaign or something. I think they're trying to do a single-player thing. Why can't they do it similar to how Fortnite did and you pay for the single player part only? Because they want more money. So what you're <laughs> yeah. telling me is they're pulling a Titanfall and a Star Wars Battlefront here and going, hey, look, our sequel has a single player content that we should have put in the first game. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much yeah. I yeah, hate yeah. that. Honestly, that really it's bugs Blizzard me. It's like, they're awful. I, I'd be more inclined to just buy your game and keep paying for updates if you gave me the single player first. You know what I mean? I don't like this idea yeah. that, oh yeah, the, the, the next one is, is so much better because it's got single player as well. It's like, no, that should have been the core concept. You build multiplayer around the, uh, like, around the single player concept. That's effectively what a good multiplayer game does it goes right here's your solo campaign this acts as a tutorial of sorts this will prepare you yeah. for online gameplay i'm happy for it to go the other way it doesn't actually bother me if it's you do multiplayer first and there's like a, like a brief tutorial then some big single player campaign oh no i don't i don't like it because it's it just just this is a personal thing though I, i'm fully aware it's just me being a douche about it i mean it's the worst thing about overwatch is that like even to this day, they don't have a dedicated bot mode that you can play like on your own. Like you can oh, play against I? bots. You can play against bots, but it has to be with other people online. And it's like I'm basically there. I, I first time I'm playing, I have no idea what I'm doing. There's like 500 characters that I have to try and figure out how to play, and I'm there, and just like everyone is clearly annoyed because I'm like 
doing really badly and dying all the time. And it's like, if I was able to play with bots against bots, because I have so many friends, like, that would be infinitely better than just, like, playing against bots, but, like, with other people who are just annoyed that I suck at the game. That's my Overwatch run. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You should have dropped your mic. <laughs> Just boom. Went on a bit of a tangent. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like every multiplayer game should have bots. I don't know why Overwatch doesn't. But there you go. Anyway, Overwatch Two sucks, and I'm not gonna get it, <laughs> or I will <laughs> when it's like five quid. <laughs> Zero stars. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's gonna love it though. It's it's gonna come out and everyone will love it and whatever. It'll make loads of money and good for them. Yeah, exactly. Need... It'll be all the same. It's the they need more money. Stuff like that. They're a very poor company, so they obviously, are, yeah. yeah, Blizzard just—they absolutely, uh, they're destitute. Obviously, yeah. All those yeah. years of World of Warcraft micro payments have uh, just been just really hit the wallet. Blizzard Activision now as well. Yeah. Don't forget oh. all the COD games that don't do very well yeah. financially. All those bombs that make no money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Poor Blizzard. Anyway, <laughs> was there anything else at BlizzCon online? Um. No, I, I was just wondering if there's anything else at Blizzco Nen line. Is that that it for Blizzfest? Whoa, no, mate. Two day festival. There's plenty. <laughs> oh, good god! Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said that, and I'm just struggling to think of a single thing that's happened. Oh, it's, there's loads of stuff. Um, they yeah, had woo. an online buffet. There was there was. Uh, like pole dancing. I mean, nobody could see it. It was on. It was on the internet, but you know, I'm sure it was there somewhere. It was great. So yeah, well, there was a water change of um, domination is the first major content update. Good Shadowlands. God, that's the first thing you said after I said pole dancing. The same thing, isn't it? I think this is going to have to be a bloody rated 18 podcast at this point. <laughs> well, I think it's time for. Game. I made a very bold prediction at the end of last week's podcast. I'm pretty sure I said I was going to get what is known as a clean sweep. I said I was going to I was going to take it. I was going to run away with it. And uh, Jaden, what are the results for our our predictions from last week? What did we start with? What what was the what were the games we used? We used thirty XDX. Working title and Rustler Grand Theft Horse. They were the two games, and I just uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you do the honors. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll go forward. Yep, unfortunately, both games are in early access, and we definitely took a risk with that. And obviously, other big companies aren't interested in reviewing them on Metacritic. No, no, so 30xdx. Got a, it has a 96 on Steam. Wow. It's quite a high number. A very high number. I, I definitely think it's a very high number. And I definitely think it's very niche. So I think the people that would have played that... But it did get a review on Metacritic, didn't it? It did. So if, it's a bit of a technicality, though, I'd say. you know, I'm, Look, technicalities, <laughs> are, they still exist. They are still a thing, and they are still perfectly valid. What was the Metacritic uh, <laughs> score? The Metacritic score was a 70, which falls in line with Leon's score from last week of a 70. Booyah. 
bang on the money, and, and I'm taking <laughs> yeah. that technical win. And I was like trying to tiptoe around it. You can tiptoe <laughs> about it all you want, my friend, but I still did the win. Because, you know, by our own rules, by our own rules, we, we use the Metacritic, Metacritic average. So, you know, it, if it we had do, a review, it's in, even if it's just one, the average is, is going to be that one. So I'm winning. Let's you are. go. And on Rustler, Rustler Grand Theft Horse, I rated it an eight. Joseph rated it a nine. And you called it out and said it was going to be shit. And so far, <laughs> it's pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not getting good reviews. 67 on Steam ratings. Um, no Metacritic ratings so far. And I said people, it was A lot be of people are six. complaining about... Yeah, you said it was a 6. A lot of people are complaining about the bugs in it and the lack of content. Yeah. Um, so, makes sense, but it is an early access, so they can't complain too much. I just yeah. think people were really keen on the game and had very high expectations. Well, yeah, I mean, it looked like it was going to be really fun. And to be fair, when I actually made this prediction that it was going to be a six, I said I'm always optimistic and it's bit me in the ass. So I'm going to try and be pessimistic. And it worked out for me. I've never been less happy about that because I've really wanted this to be a good game. Um, but saying that, I, I do have it. I've got the prologue anyway. Uh, so I might give that a little bash in a bit see how I feel about it and whether it's uh, fair to have given it a 67 or whether I feel like it should be a little higher. I think the prologue's got really mixed ratings as well. Yeah, because that's, that's buggy as all hell, apparently. But um, yeah, I, I'm, a little, I'm a little gutted that it's, it's rated so low, but um, I'm willing to give it the chance. Well, we have three new games this week, and as always, we rate them from 1 to 10 or 1 to 100 and base it off the Metacritic scores. Each week from when we record the podcast, the first game is Taxi Chaos. Oh, Taxi Chaos. Which is Crazy Taxi. Yeah. Or Simpsons Road Rage. You pick and choose. And I'm so excited. Oh. I don't know if I am. I feel like I've played these games a million times before. Shut up, you heathen. <laughs> I feel like it's not going to be good. Oh, you're probably right, but I'm still gonna be like, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back to my losing ways on this one because I want to give it. <laughs> I would have predicted it. it's gonna be like a, a 77. Uh, I feel like it's gonna get like 59 or maybe Oof. 60, but probably like 59. I just feel like people are gonna complain that there's not enough content. Again, when I was writing about it for the upcoming games or whatever, it's literally like you can jump over roofs and drive and i was like okay sick i just feel like people are gonna not be bothered by the fact that there's just like not that much to do in it as especially because it's quite expensive i feel like i don't know i feel like people are gonna slam it for that so i feel like it's gonna get 59 or 60 probably oh no i'm gonna be interested i'm gonna go so you went 77 59 i'm just gonna go 70 i'm thinking it's around a seven i actually do think it is on the tipping end towards tom I think people complain too much about content these days and what you get for your like bang for your buck. Yeah, I feel like if this game yeah. released maybe 10, 15 years ago instead of some of the other ones... I do think, I think people just be... forget a very, very important point about video game development and that it costs a lot of money. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I agree. I, I think like for a lot of games, I think 
it's like even if there's not that much content especially if you just like enjoy the time that you have with it then yeah. it's like fair enough if you have to spend a lot of money but then at the same time like you can get the witcher 3 and like all its dlcs for like 15 quid and that's like a hundred hour game or whatever so i feel yeah, like agreed agreed i don't know when when you're charging like 60 quid or whatever the australian equivalent or the u.s equivalent is or whatever like for like a five hour game it's like well i could have gotten like 20 indie games for the same price that are like way longer I don't that's know. fair it's uh yeah I'm, I'm iffy on it i'm iffy on it but uh taxi chaos yeah persona five strikers oh what we're looking at alert. we were talking about was just before we, we we started to record and i'm sticking with my guns on that i reckon it's going to be like a nine i think it's I a reckon nine. Eight. Oh, eight. okay well you can't go the same Oh, then I'll, I'll go. I'll go ten. I tell you what, I'm I'll go, go I'll 10. take the low road. I'll take the low road. Booyah! Eighty <laughs> nine. Booyah! Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take the eighty nine. Yeah, why not? I'm I'm gonna say ten. Fuck it, hundred. Oof! I don't yeah, think any not? games a hundred. Well, okay, like not yet or whatever. It's gonna get like really, really high. I mean, they they do game. score quite high. Because if if you think about it, like. Persona 5 was like a smash hit. Everyone loved it. And I feel like this... It really came out of left field, though, didn't it? Like, the Persona series, yeah, really like, nobody had really, like, knew no. about it too much until a couple of years ago. And then just it slowly just crept into, like, mainstream consciousness yeah, yeah, yeah. for gamers. And now everybody's like, why did we not have this before? Where the hell was this? I was just going to quickly point out that Persona 5 Royal has 95 on meta. Critic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. And that fans were okay with paying full price for the same game plus one extra bit of content, basically. So yeah, why not? Let's give it 95. 95. I'll stay with the 90 then. Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 43. It's a perfect game, isn't it? 43. 20. <laughs> 10. I don't know. Zero. No, it, it looks <laughs> awful. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. 43. I'm going for 43. 43. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just give it a zero. Uh, let's. <laughs> I'm a bit more optimistic for it because it's got that little bit of nostalgia pop to it. So I reckon it will probably score in the 70s. I'm thinking 72. Hmm. 73 let's be specific on a number 73 all right i'm 64 oh yeah i thought you I were really much younger than right. that what did you say Leon? i said i thought you were much younger than that <laughs> yeah quite <laughs> old i don't think i think ghosts and goblins yeah we definitely have we even have some writers at the game credit who enjoy the ghost and goblin series and all that yeah, stuff yeah, but yeah. i think they're quite i think they're quite niche and yeah. i think whether the user score will be higher, I think the user score will probably be higher than the, the critic score, and I think the critics will definitely pull it apart because I definitely think a lot of critics prefer Castlevania over Ghosts and Goblins. I feel like everyone prefers Castlevania to Ghosts and Goblins, don't they? <laughs> well, I mean, Castlevania is probably the, the, the better game of the two, though. So. Yeah, but even going off the ultimate Ghosts and Goblins, like the remake on PSP, the meta score was 72. But the user rating was eight. I feel like forty three is a bit low now. Uh... Yes, yeah, so seventy three <laughs> started to seem like a tasty, tasty number to me. <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. Forty three. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Oh, he's being bold. Uh, forty three, sixty four, and seventy three, all locked in. 
Nice, nice. <laughs> nice. All I'm going to say, and this is, you know, just to put the nail in the coffin here for Ghosts and Goblins versus uh, Castlevania, Ghosts and Goblins does not have the line, what is a man but a miserable pile of secrets. That's a good line. That's a good line. I was going to say the end the podcast there, but I feel like we've already ended on a podcast on exactly that. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that is really the end of the, po- the podcast of that line, isn't it? We've done that before, though. I just got click. Well, that, yeah. that line. Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That line. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's a, that's a callback to episode whatever the hell it was. Yeah, well, or you can just end it there.